Hello and welcome to another podcast from BetfairTrainingCommunity.com with me, your host, Martin. Um, I'm going to talk today about something that has concerned me for a long time. I've spoken a little bit about this quite a long time ago, um, but it's something that rears its ugly head time and time again. And it's what I like to call the Martingale Strategy Trap. Now, first of all, if you don't know what Martingale is, it's a system where, let's say you place a bet and it loses. Let's say you place a £10 bet and it loses. And you're, you know, you're trying to win at odds of evens or 2.0 on Betfair. You're basically just trying to make £10 profit with a £10 bet. The strategy would then say on your next bet, you bet £20. So that on the same odds, so that you would win £20 which would cover the £10 loss and give you that initial £10 profit. Sounds lovely, right? Sounds really nice. And I think this is one of the things why people get tempted. And then if that £20 bet loses, well, we'll just place a £40 bet. Then if that one loses, we'll just place an £80 bet at evens. If that one loses, one sixty. If that one loses, three twenty. If that one loses, six forty. If that one loses, 1,280, right? So on and so on. Doesn't take long, does it, till you get to a really high number you're risking. And remember, you're risking that really high number just to win back your money you've lost and £10 profit, all for a £10 profit. Now, one of the things I really hate about this style and strategy of staking money is that Here's one thing I really hate, that that my name's involved. I hate that my name's on this, Martin Gale. Why, why have they chosen my name for this? It's an insult to me because this is such an awful staking plan. And what really, it angers me. What really angers me is that there are, there are people out there who try and convince new traders that this is some kind of viable staking method. There are still a lot of people out there. There's a lot of systems and strategies that use Martingale as a way to try and claim that, oh, this is a great strategy and it can't lose because all you have to do is keep doubling your money and eventually you'll win. You know, how comfortable will you feel when you get to, and it will happen, when you get to that £1,200 mark, risking all that just to win back a tenner? You know, seriously, how how good will you feel about that? That's the question you have to ask yourself. Because the thing with Martingale is everyone expects, well, I'm going to win one eventually. I'm going to win one eventually. And you know what? You probably will. But there will come a time where you don't. There will come a time where you can get a run of 10 even shots losing. In fact... The strategy that we're talking about a lot at the moment is Matt's under 2.5 goals strategy. That's been tested. We've got like 900 games on it. It's 70 points up. So if you'd have been using 100 pound stakes, you'd have made seven grand profit uh, in a month. Right? Outstanding stuff. The thing is, with this strategy, there's been two points during testing where it's had 10 losers in a row. And most of the selections are around evens. So this is a perfect example of how Martingale 
would have been hit hard, but even in a really, really profitable strategy so far, if you'd have been doing Martingale, you probably would have stopped first and foremost because I don't think most people can do the 10 double ups. Let's just do it now. So let's say your first one is £10. You lose that, double it, 20 You lose that, double it, 40 80 160 320 640 1280 2560 your next one is over five grand, right? So in this scenario, on your 10th trade, which also lost, by the way. So actually, on the 11th one, when you're using 10 grand to win a tenner, right? 10 grand to win 0.1% of that money back as a profit. And if you lose it, that's another 10 grand lost. On top of the 10 grand you've already spunked. I mean, this is this is crazy. And that's only 10. And it's happened twice in the testing period of 900 games. It's, you know, Martin Gale is so wrong on so many levels. And that's why it makes me angry. Because there's people out there that peddle it and they tell new traders and i don't blame any new trader for falling into this trap by the way i actually think that a lot of unfortunately a lot of traders are told that this is some kind of you know staking strategy that will work for them it's crazy it's absolutely crazy but it's the way it is you know people people will use this as a way of saying well look Use my strategy because, you know, all you have to do is just keep doubling it and you won't end up, you can never lose. As long as you're, you know, what they don't tell you is as long as you're willing to put the 10 grand on at some point or as long as you're, because the thing is, even we're talking about huge amounts of money, right? To most people, 10 grand is a huge amount of money. Well, okay, but what about when you just get to the 80 pound mark trying to win that tenner? How good do you feel? What about when you get to 160, 320? That's serious money, right? Most of us each month, £320, that's serious money, right? Are you seriously telling me that you'd be happy, you'd be confident putting that money on? Having already lost about that same amount on your initial attempts at winning that £10. You know, this is the thing. People aren't prepared for it either. You know, it's not like people are going, well... I've got 10 grand, I don't care if it loses. I've not really met anyone who's ever said that, by the way. I've not really ever met anyone who's ever gone, well, I've got 10 grand to use on trading, I don't really care if it loses. Most people don't want to lose money. And the scary thing is that traders are, you know, coming in and getting encouraged to do this. Um, and I always just think, the thing, the thing, here's the thing, here's the truth kind of behind Martingale. Right, from an insider perspective. If your strategy is good enough, if what you're doing is good enough, if your teaching, etc., etc., is good enough, there should never ever be a need for you to increase your stakes, right? Just because you lost one trade. You should be able to win that money back naturally through your system being good, keeping the same staking strategy keeping the same stakes 
Because if you can't, if your only way to reclaim your money is to keep doubling and doubling and doubling, then how do you have a good strategy? If your strategy can't hold up just using the same stakes over and over, we can't be profitable. Right? But this is not a, and by the way, this is not opinion. This is important to know today. What I'm telling you is not opinion. This is mathematical fact. Right? If your strategy cannot use the same stakes and make a profit over time, it's not a profitable strategy. You know, if your only way of recovering money is to keep doubling stake, doubling stake, you know, you haven't got a profitable strategy. But here's the, here's the, here's the crucial bit. The really crucial bit. You, I will say, if you keep employing that over and over, that strategy, you will lose your bankroll. Right? You will lose your bankroll. And that's only trying to win a tenner for 10 grand. Let's say you have a bankroll of 10 grand, which most people don't have one that high. But let's say you do. You will lose your bankroll easily doing Martingale easily i mean it's scary sometimes people do it on odds on shots you know they back a a 1.25 shot they put 100 pound on to win 25 then they're like oh no i've lost that i better put on you know 200 pounds and it's just crazy it's just crazy what goes on and it doesn't take a lot either with that to lose a hell of a lot more money so it's scary. It's scary that this stuff gets peddled. Um, I'll tell you, actually, I've got quite an interesting story. So I never knew what Martingale was um, when I was a kid, obviously. I don't think, I don't think we, we don't get taught that at school. The first time I ever heard about Martingale, I was probably about 18. Um, I was at someone's house. It was a girl I went to school with, and we were just hanging out with some friends. Um, I mean, she'd been fostered and it was her dad, like her real dad. Or was it her real, I think it was her real mum's partner. Um, but anyway, I mean, that probably kind of tells you about the sort of low key was, um, you know, it wasn't exactly the most educated man. I'll put it that way. I don't want to say anything disparaging. Um, but you know, the kind of guy who you could tell liked a few drinks and, uh, like to just go and punt money. And he told me about this horse racing system that couldn't lose. And he, I said, okay, what's that then? You know, because I, I, was, I was really interested in trading and betting already by that age. And he said to me, here's what you do, Martin. You pick a number of the horse, right, or the stool, whatever. I can't remember which. Pick a number. If it loses... You double it, bet on it again. And you keep doing that till you win back your money and some profit. That was his strategy, right? Now, you you might be listening to this and thinking, well, that's just stupid. You know, he's got no information on the horses. Well, what he's doing is no, no less worse than anyone else who's doing Martingale's strategies, to be honest. It's really not. Because I don't care what research you're doing. If you're using a staking plan that can lead to your bank going bust quickly, I mean, it doesn't even take time, um, then, you know, 
I don't think it's any worse. And I think the fact that this this, this kind of interesting character... I mean, I didn't have anything against the guy. I quite like the guy. I don't think he was the guy who should have been handing out financial advice. <laughs> don't get me wrong. But it's interesting that this is the guy who's peddling this strategy. And yet I see so many, you know, people on the internet who claim to be, you know, oh, I've got this great strategy X, Y, and Z. And then this is what you're employing. I mean, I remember uh, a thing called, was it Little Acorns? Years and years ago, someone sent me a PDF of Little Acorns and I read through it. And they were going on about all, all we do is we lay favourites in horse racing. Um, and the strategy just really had no... I mean, you read the strategy and there was no strategy to it. It was just, we're going to keep laying the... Oh, but if you lose, don't worry, you can double... And as soon as it started saying that stuff, it lost validity with me. And I was like, whoa... You know, and this was before I was as educated as I am now about trading. But then I saw, because because my theory on this is always, well, if, if why would you need to do Martingale? If you've got a good strategy, why would you need to do Martingale? And I think there's two reasons people do Martingale. The first is they don't actually have a good strategy. And they probably know that deep down in their head. They probably know that and that's why they do Martingale because they know, well, the only way, you know, the only real chance I've got is to keep taking these huge financial risks and then maybe I'll get a little bit of a reward. And I think the second type of person who does it is the type of person who just can't stand losing, just can't stand a losing day and would rather risk huge financial amounts of money to win back a tiny amount so that they can feel the relief of salvaging you know loads of lost money than just lose a tenner and be okay with it that that's the truth right it's a hard truth i think for some people but it is the truth and like i say it's important to remember i'm not having a go at anyone who's fallen into the martingale strategy trap because i think there's a lot of people out there who don't care right and that's this is the base honest truth i think there's a lot of people out there that don't care about you as a trader. They don't care if you lose money. They don't really care. And it sickens me. It sickens me that there's people out there like that. But there are. You know, we see it in all walks of life. We see corruption left, right. That's all it is. It's just corruption, in my eyes. That's what we... It's kind of like one of the big things when I joined BetfairTradingCommunity.com. One of the big things I wanted to combat, combat was all that corruption was all that cynicism and scepticism within the betting and trading industry. And so many of our members now were people who got burnt by other companies, by other strategies. The amount of people that sign up to betfairtradingcommunity.com and say to me, you know, Martin, I was burnt on this and I really wasn't sure whether to join you because I was just so put off. And, and it disheartens me so much. Not really because they didn't, they weren't sure about joining Betfair Trading Community just because of some other idiot company, but because of the fact that you know they had had fallen victim to this stuff, and I hate, I hate that happening. I really do, guys. Um, you know, so if you are anyone who's gone through anything like this and you need support, come to us. Right, we will look after you. We're, we're you know, I mean, that's one of the things people say to me, Martin, why why do you do what you do? Why do you put so much time and effort in? Um, you know, when clearly, clearly you don't have to. And, and that's right. You know, Ryan 
Adam, no one, no one's ever told me I need to put this much time and effort in. Um, you know, I could probably, I could be one of those guys at a job who just coasts, does the bare minimum. Um, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a shareholder in BetfairTradingCommunity.com. That is the way it is. There's no get out. There's no get out to get rid of me or Ryan or Adam. But the reason this kind of trinity works so well is that we do come from the right place. We do have compassion and a heart for members, for non-members. You know, I've helped so many non-members over the years. Um, so it's not just a case of that. Obviously, if you remember, you're going to be getting much quicker, easier, you know, better support. But, you know, we still do what we can for the people who don't sign up. But it's interesting, right? Because BetfairTradingCommunity.com has kind of been created almost as a safe haven for traders to come and work together. Um, you know, how many members do we have? It's funny, I, we get a lot of members and I'm always a bit like, I'm amazed how many people do this. They just sign up to be part of a social network with the traders and work with other traders. And you know what? Just have fun. Just talk to people. Just learn about trading. Just do all these different things. They might not have any interest in the football software. They might not have any interest in horse racing software. And they are just literally a part of the community because of that. And I love that. I love the fact that, you know, we're almost like, I almost feel like we're this social club for Betfair traders. And because of the fact that you become a member and you're part of something special, you know, we attract the, the right people. I always feel that way, you know. When I see these other, you know, groups and things elsewhere, um, especially like the free ones, I, oh, a terrible kind. Seems to be terrible kinds of people in those groups in general. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of the nice guys kind of get caught out by that. I think. And again, a lot. Of, how many people have come to me over the years and said, "Mine, I was part of this group and it was horrible. People really having a go at each other, saying horrible things." You know being quite nasty i don't understand why and i always explain to people the thing with the internet is there's a lot of people who sit there at home and they're angry they're angry about situations they're angry yeah me and ryan you know you might have seen it online the amount of a lot of places like this don't like us because we've called them out in the past um and so they're so kind of vitriolic towards me and ryan sometimes it makes me laugh um i mean i don't Luckily, I don't look at any of that stuff anymore. But the hate some of these people have in their hearts, you know, it's quite worrying, really. And I always just think, wow, I mean, what happened to you in your life that you, you just hate someone so much that you've never met, you know nothing about? And essentially, you're just jealous of the success they've had. But, you know, that's the way the world is. We see it with how, how often have you seen it with celebrity culture? The same sort of thing develops. Um so I think it's really important that we have this safe haven that isn't like that, that isn't like other places on the internet, isn't like other Betfair trading forums. It's very, very unique what we do, and it can't really be replicated. You know, I know people have tried and failed, and it's, you know, it always makes me laugh when someone says, oh, well, this, this guy's going to uh, do the same thing, or they're going to break off and do their own thing, and then you see it, and you're like, Oh, it stopped. It didn't last more than two months. I mean, I don't know if anyone ever remembers that bloke Clutch and Win Ronnie. Do you remember him from the early days? And he kind of tried to split off and do his own thing. Um, you know, we actually well, we actually helped him uh, because 
we thought, well, if that's what you want to do, let's go for that. And uh, it was really funny because he then just went, no, I'm going to do it all on my own, on my own. Two months later, no one's ever heard from him since. <laughs> and, you know, and uh, this is the thing, right? It's important to create these environments because how important is culture? And now this is, th I think this is maybe the, the thing, I, and I've just thought of this right now, but this is something that maybe I should stress more in a lot of these things. Culture matters, right? Culture matters. And I'll tell you why, because there's a theory that's often bounced around that you're most like the five people that you hang around with the most. Well, you're probably most like the traders that you hang around with the most. And what, what would you rather be invested in? Would you rather be invested in something where the traders are of a high quality, the traders are working together, the traders are actually finding ways to exploit markets and create edges? Or do you want to be part of something that's just, you know, I don't know, filled with people shouting from the rooftops about, you know, things and I don't know, just those kind of horrible environments that I've seen online in other places. And uh, that's what I always think when I think about Betfair Trading Community. I think, you know, we've created a culture here. We have carefully created a culture. It has been intentional. And what's brilliant is that people have responded to that that we've got a membership who have, you know, ex kind of not accepted it, they've embraced it. And then we are nothing. We are absolutely, me and Ryan and Adam, we are nothing without the members. Um, so a big thank you to everyone there. And, you know, I've kind of gone off topic a bit here. I know you guys don't mind that, so I do that, especially on the podcast. I know that uh, people like it when, when I kind of just talk off the cuff. But none of this is planned. I never I never write any of this out, as you can probably tell. And I just feel it's more accountable than authentic that way. You know, I can't BS my way through this. I just talk about my experience and my knowledge, and I, I think that comes through really well, fortunately. Um, but yeah, I just really want you guys to take on board that Martingale, and Martingale, by the way, you know, it doesn't have to be you're betting it even, you're doubling your money. It could just be you, know, you add a little bit more to your stake every time and things like that. Anything that involves that kind of thing, honestly, ask any statistician, right? If you don't believe me, or you don't trust my views, go and ask any statistician what they think about that and whether they think it's a good idea, whether it's a sound, you know, especially when you're risking your own money on that, and see what they say. Because I know what they'll say, and they'll tell you it should be avoided at all costs. And anyone peddling that kind of stuff, you know, in a way, because of what I know, it's quite good. So now that you know it, it's quite good for you to know this. And what you can do is go... Okay, anyone peddling that kind of method, I can literally just not listen to anything they say ever again. <laughs> I mean, that's the truth, right? If you're listening to someone trying to learn trading, you're, you're, you're trying to get some tutoring, you're, you're trying to self-develop and do some professional development, a really, really good way to filter out someone you don't need to listen to at all is when they start peddling some kind of martingale system or increasing stakes every time you lose a bet. I mean, just think about it from a point of view of, of common sense. Uh, if you were to increase your stakes in general, would you think it would be a good idea to do that after a losing run or to do it after a good winning run? Just think about it for a second. When you've got the bigger bankroll, should you increase your stakes a little bit more because you've been winning? Sounds sensible to me.
Or should you be increasing your stakes when you've lost money and your bankroll's smaller and it's actually a bigger percentage of your bankroll and it's, you know, it'll be very risky if that one loses. I think that sums it up. All right, guys, hope you've enjoyed the podcast. Like I say, not having a go at anyone who's fallen for this trap. If you have fallen for this or if you need any help and support, just email us info at betfairtradingcommunity.com. Remember the site, betfairtradingcommunity.com. That's where we help you. I know there's a few imitators out there that try and use our name, but just use betfairtradingcommunity.com. You will find us. And same with the info at betfairtradingcommunity.com. Don't worry. All right, guys, have a great week and I'll speak to you soon.